Hello and welcome to the podcast, Life Made Simple Through Experience. I'm your host, Melissa, and if you haven't done so already, please hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. So today's episode is for anybody looking to improve their relationship or marriage. Maybe you're going through and struggling and you're looking to improve it, perhaps even save it. We're going to go over some tips and tricks on different tools and resources to really help um, improve that relationship and and actually see some, some great results. So let's dive in. So first thing I wanted to chat about um, and and why I'm doing this episode today and why I feel I should share this with the rest of you um, is that over the last year and a half, like my spouse and I have had a really, really challenging time. We've had a significant amount of death, a lot of traumatic events, some really big life events, and ultimately um, it's led to these past, um, you know, six months being very turbulent and not really knowing if our relationship was going to last. Um, You know, we weathered the storm together and we fought together as a team and really huddled together to support one another. And now we're in the aftermath and it's been extremely challenging. Um, I I even said that um, to my counselor. I said, you know, I feel like we weathered it well. We came together as a team. And now that we're at the end trying to pick up the pieces from the, the disaster, we're just, we're not able to do that. And so that that leads me to my my first point is um, reach out and, and speak to a counselor. So whether you are having some issues in your relationship or maybe you're, it, it's looking like it could be the end or maybe your relationship is all rainbow and butterflies right now. Either way, this is the perfect time to reach out to a counselor and get some help, whether you're working on issues now or you're doing it proactively. It's always harder to work on yourself in the time of a crisis. So if you can go and speak to a counselor proactively, that um, is a great time to do it and get some of those tools and resources under your belt um, so that when something does come up um, that's hard, um, you and your spouse can can do it together and you know how to manage it uh, much easier. So um Prior to a few months ago, my husband and I hadn't um, seen a counselor and we were both, you know, really relying on each other to be each other's support system, which of, of course is what you do with your partner. But when you are both in a state of basically survival mode and are not doing well, there's no way for you to possibly support that person in the way that they're going to need you to support them. And especially like we're both not professionals, like we don't know, we both have our own biases. So we're not going to be providing adequate uh, help for that person either. And so what we were finding ourselves is that we were getting frustrated and we just felt helpless because one, we couldn't help the other person. And two, again, like we just felt useless because we weren't helping the other person. And I'm sure you've all heard the analogy, like you can't fill someone else's cup from an, if your own cup is empty. And that's very much what we were trying to do. Um, and same goes with when you get on an airplane, what's the first thing they tell you? Like if the oxygen mask come down, put your own on before helping any other, um, others out, because what good are you if, if you're not getting your own oxygen? So we did, um, reach out and have some professional help. And, um, within a few weeks of seeing the counselor, um, both my husband and I could notice significant, um, increases in our relationship happiness, our independent happiness. We were just a lot better and in a lot better situation, even our home life. Like I felt like 
our even with our relationship with our kids had improved by going to counseling. Um, we we you know had to st- we weren't relying on each other for help, and we had unprofessional or sorry professional unbiased support um, that was able to help. And we you know had different um, activities that we had to work on um, in between counseling sessions, and I found that that has really really helped us and lifted that weight off e- each other's shoulders to not feel like you know, we weren't supporting the other person enough. So please, if you can reach out to a counselor, get that help. If you do have employee benefits, it's very likely that your coverage includes some some benefits for a counselor. Um, in addition, if you have an employee and family assistance program on your benefits, that's free counseling. So you won't even have to pay out of pocket for it. So you can reach out. They do counseling, really counselors. Now you can access on the phone, like through apps, in person, like however you want. So they've made it very accessible for you so that everybody has access to some sort of help, especially in a time of crisis. Um, but one of the tools that I wanted to share with you that I got from my counselor was um, a personality test called 16personalities.com. I'll share the link in the description. It's a personalities test that takes roughly 10 minutes and both my partner and I did the test and shared the results. So what's nice is it helps you to gain an understanding of who you are, who your spouse is, what your gifts are, how to um, you know help and support the other person and maybe how not to support them. Um, and just, and it, it really just gives like a really great explanation of who they, who they are and who you are and helps to understand how to, to work in a relationship with that person. So would highly recommend checking out. It is completely free. And again, I'll, I'll share that link in the description. So take a look at that. The other um, resource that I would suggest looking at, and this can be used for any relationship. So whether it is you know, a marriage or um, you're looking to get into a new relationship or maybe a relationship with your children or your coworkers or your employees. Um, it's called The Five Love Languages. It's a book. Um, one of our good friends had actually given it to us right after we had had our first child because we were going through, again, some turbulent time through a major life um, event. And so we both read the book, went through And essentially what it is, is it's what love language everybody speaks. And so you can go through and do a test. You can actually do the test on the five lovelanguages.com. You can simply go there and do that test and find out who you are. Highly recommend reading the book though and getting some more insight into it and find out what your love language is and then have your partner do the test as well. So the five love languages are words of affirmation. Number two is quality time. Three is receiving gifts. Four is acts of service and five is physical touch. A lot of people can be quite surprised by themselves or what their partner's um, love language is. For me, I was actually tied um, for words of affirmation and acts of service. And my husband was almost the exact same, but was more on the acts of service. And so what that means for us is that we, you know, things like going and putting away the dishes and Maybe, for instance, like he's building me a bathroom, a new master bathroom right now. Like that's an act of service, but it can be big or small or maybe taking my car in to get serviced. Um, doing little things like that really has an, a big impact on somebody that speaks that love language. Um, for words of affirmation, um, that just being told that you're doing a good job or thanking them for cleaning the house or 
telling them that they look good. So just any type of words to really encourage them are going to make them feel good. So those are the two love languages that are in our, that we are. Um, and often what you'll find out is that you're going and trying to speak a love language to your partner that they don't um, necessarily understand or it's not for them. So for example, for both of us, we are not acts uh, or receiving gifts. And it's funny because both of us at, at Christmas or birthdays or anniversaries, we feel that we have to give like these crazy gifts to one another, even though we both are not, that's not our love language, but we feel that we need to go out and give these big gifts when really it could be an act of service um, and both of us would be would be really happy with that. So check out that book, do the quiz and go through it. And uh, interested, please comment your love languages. And uh, if you were surprised or um, of your own or your partners, I'd love, I'd love to hear that. So those are some tools to go through and do. Um, some other things to just kind of like rekindle that relationship. Um, super important to get out and, and do things together. So I'm very guilty of, I, whenever I plan a date night, I always end up inviting other people, which is great, but it's very rare that my husband and I actually get some alone time. And if we do, it's like the end of the night when we're both exhausted after putting kids to bed and cleaning up. So it's not quality time together. So whether it's going out for a simple date night, going out for supper, um, you know, trying to do those things and maybe trying to spice it up a little bit. So maybe instead of just going out for dinner, it could be movie, uh, movie too, but maybe like looking at local facilities, like is there rock climbing or is there an event going on that you could go and do? So just trying to mix it up and get out and, and be active together, or maybe it's joining a sports team together or a club together, just something different. Um, what I, uh, had also purchased just to kind of spice it up a bit was the adventure challenge and I got the couples edition it's really neat um, they give you the rules they tell you like the time frame the challenge is going to take whether you need a babysitter if there's any money what approximate time of day you should do it at and uh, you can go through and it's basically like almost like a lottery ticket you scratch it and then you find out what your challenge is and you go ahead and do it and you're supposed to take a picture of you guys doing the challenge and post it in this cute little book that they give you so check that out if you're looking for new ideas to kind of spice things up um, and just do something different right because sometimes you go through the same old same old and things get boring so just something different. So again, that was called the adventure challenge and it's the couples edition. I'm not going to give any away because if you want to go purchase it, I don't want to, to give any of the surprises away, but definitely check that out. The other thing when it comes to, to doing um, a date night, what I found with going for our dinners is you sometimes have to set boundaries. So instead of, um, you know, just always talking about the kids or work or COVID, right? Like some of those, like just you know, you talk about those things enough in a day. So set those boundaries. I'm um, saying that, you know, we're not allowed to talk about those things. And what I like to do is I go and just Google um, questions to ask on a date night. And I found someone, there's one marriage365.com. I'll share that link in the description as well. But just some sample questions are, you know, what's my best physical feature? What's your favorite memory of us? What are your top three strengths? What are my top three strengths? What's a new hobby that you would like to look into or take up? Um, how often do you prefer sex? So 
all of these questions, and there's there's tons that you can find on there. You'll you'll never run out of questions. But what's nice about them is it really like sparks a different conversation with your spouse. And even though you may have been together for years, you might find some new things out about your spouse because from when you started dating them to where you are now, they're probably a little bit of a different person, right? We all evolve and change and grow. Um, and so it's, it's nice to go on that and you'll often like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Right. And so by finding that out, you'll find it brings and makes your relationship stronger, brings you closer together. Um, and now I know for some people it's not always um, affordable to maybe have a babysitter. So if both of you are working, um, one thing I would suggest is scheduling in lunch dates together. Um, I had done this with my husband uh, just when I came back from mat leave and then obviously COVID interrupted that and want to get it up and going again. But what I liked about it was we both were already going to be taking lunch at work. We had our children in childcare already, so there was no extra cost to um, childcare. And it's at a time in your day where you're actually awake, right? It's not at the end of the night or later on when you're, you know, you're kind of drained, usually pretty full of energy at lunchtime. And so you're, you're able to give each other your full attention and it's a nice, a nice little uh, date. And so if you can go in and schedule those into your work schedule, whether it's once a week or every couple of weeks, um, it's just a really nice time to get together and, and change things up again. So you can have that time. The other thing is, is making sure that you also get some solo nights too. So you don't always have to do everything together. Um, what we found with having three really young children is that it was really hard to get a babysitter and also really expensive. When you have three kids that were two and under at the time and three and under and now four and under, sometimes it can be really hard to get a babysitter that you know can manage all three of those kids or have family that can. And so um, what we had kind of vowed to each other is that we would give um, each person would get one night out a week to go and do whatever it is that they they want to do so for me it's usually doing a, a sports activity whether it's volleyball or baseball in the summertime um, and with my husband he loves golf and he, he does curling in the winter so getting that time away but what I also realized too is that sometimes you want to have alone time in your house so I'm very fortunate I work from home and so I get a lot of quiet time at home. And so I, that part of me is filled up. You know, I could do kind of what I want. My kids are at daycare. My husband's away at work. But what I didn't realize until roughly, you know, five months ago was that my husband never really got any alone time at, at home. So I had actually taken off for a weekend to Saskatoon and with the kids, left my husband at home and was able to... Um, give him that time to kind of recharge and if he just wanted to simply lay there and have quiet time and watch Netflix he was able to do that or for him he loves doing um, loves doing reno so he would have some quiet time to do that but what I've realized is for him it's, it's not as necessarily as going out and doing something he just maybe wants that quiet time to the house so even if it's just packing up your kids and going for a drive um, especially with Christmas coming up it's pretty fun. And I guess Halloween's right around the corner too. It's just like even go out for a drive around your area or different areas and explore them and look at all the decorations that are going to be put out um, or go find a new park or go to a friend's house and visit them for um, you know, a, an evening and just give your spouse that time because maybe it isn't that they need to get out. They just need that quiet time at their house. And when you look at your relationship, try to identify some of the things that maybe 
you know, you constantly hear your, your partner maybe complaining or saying like, oh, why do you always do that? Um, you know, often for most relationships, it's cleaning, right? We often all get frustrated with that. And, and um, either one person is, you know, doing the bulk of it and the other isn't. And so, you know, the partner that's doing the bulk of it is getting hard uh, or getting, you know, getting angry at um, the other for not pulling their sh- fair share. And so look at some of those things where you guys are continually fighting about and see how you can problem solve. So whether it's that you sound silly, but like make up a chore list or make up a schedule. So I know for us for dinners, it was starting to get frustrating because I was always cooking and I felt like I wasn't getting support. So we implemented that like whoever is doing supper, the other person is cleaning and then we alternate who is cooking each, you know, every other night. And then on our, on our um, schedule, we have a takeout night so that, you know, neither one of us have to cook and we already know that that's a takeout night. It's made it really easier and easier for planning meals. I'm sure like most of you, sometimes that's the hardest part of the day is figuring out what's for supper. And so taking away those things. When it comes to cleaning, um, check out what's available in your area and what you can get from maybe a cleaning service or a nanny. Oftentimes there's lots of like high school age kids or university age uh, kids that would like to come in and make a little bit of extra money and they'd be happy to help with some odds and ends um, in your house. And you could go on and post um, a wanted ad of looking for a nanny and you could post exactly what you're looking for. There's even nanny websites out there that you can subs- subscribe to and you put exactly what you're looking for and you can find candidates that um, will are willing to do those things. So it can be anything from walking your dog to folding laundry to you know doing a full cl- clean of your house or maybe meal prepping. So they can literally do everything that you would want and there's there's probably somebody out there that would love to do that and make a little bit of extra income. So if it is something that's really bothering you, do that. I did that when my kids were younger with laundry. I was getting so fed up. I could not keep up with laundry. And so I put a wanted ad out just for somebody to come in once a week and literally fold laundry and put it away because I could not keep up with it, nor did I have the time. And if I did have free time, I didn't want to spend hours folding and putting away laundry. So we did that for a few months. Things started to get better. The kids got older, less laundry in the week and and was able to manage that. And so now instead of having somebody come in and do the laundry and they did a little bit of light housekeeping too, um, I have a cleaner that comes in every three weeks and that has lifted a huge burden or weight off my husband and I's shoulder because she's coming in and doing a lot of the deep cleaning and it's it's taken away that fight that we're having so things like that just really look at what is is bothering you in your relationship and is there like a service or person that could fix that for you um and you know even with meals if that's a constant battle in your house look to meal services. Um, there's chef's plate, there's good food, there's hello fresh. Like there's so many options, even within your own local communities, you can look up, there's tons of places now that are doing meal prepping. Some that, you know, complete, like you get the ingredients in a bag, just like the, the meal services that are delivered to your door. Some that are already cooked and you just throw in a microwave. So just depending on what you want to do, look at that. Same with grocery shopping. Most places now offer um, free grocery pickup or for a small fee, a lot are offering delivery. So check those out and save some time in your day for the things that you want to be doing instead of the things that you don't want to be doing. Um, And next on our list is looking at to who's your village. So for some of you that are saying, oh, this is all great, like those things all cost money, maybe look at your own inner village to kind of help with some of those 
things that are maybe um, causing some issues in your in your relationship. So again, if you you know can't maybe afford to get a cleaner in or to have a meal service, maybe check out if there's another mom in your little mom village that could help with some of those things. Like maybe she's a really good cook and maybe you really enjoy doing laundry and you guys wanna swap services or maybe you guys wanna swap babysitting services. So you know, every Tuesday you take her kids and you, you, you take her kids on Wednesday, like you swap and then that way it gives you some alone time and you um, can get out and do whatever it is that you need to do. So sometimes it's just a simple um, swap of services within um, your group of friends and lots people wanna help, right? So when you let them know that you're struggling and you'd like to help and maybe swap services, that's a great way to go. Um, and I also want you guys to stop um, also thinking about what drives you bonkers um, about your spouse. So that's kind of next on the, the resource or tip. Stop continually going, oh, I just hate my husband for this and bitching about your husband to your girlfriends. Yes, sometimes you just need to do it, but often you end up leaving that conversation feeling worse. So if that's you, stop doing it. Stop um, you know, complaining and do something about it. Figure out what's driving you bonkers about your partner and come up with a solution and you will feel so much better. So that leads me to the last part of this podcast. I have a challenge for you guys. I want you um, to do for the next week um, a grateful challenge. And I want it to be three things that you are grateful um, for or about uh, for your spouse. So each day, what I want you to do is whether you want to do it at the end of the day or the beginning, depending on how your days line up and what your work and family schedules are like, pick a time of day. Maybe it's a simple phone call at lunch um, or on your drive home. You guys can have that time. Uh, carve it out and I want you to go through and say three things that you are grateful for for that person um, now it doesn't have to be big things it, it can be small things like you know I'm very grateful that you took out the garbage um, you know I'm very grateful that you know you have a stable job and you're um, providing for our family you know maybe I'm very grateful that you're um, you know watching the kids for me tonight like it can be anything just start doing that and each day have three different things and let's see how your relationship is feeling. Um, when you start focusing on the good and what you're thankful for, you are going to create more of that. And your spouse is going to feel so much more appreciated and they're going to want to do those things more because we're all humans and we love to be told that we're doing a good job and we love to hear the words thank you. And so if you are telling them that, they're probably going to want to do even more for you. And so um, it's it's a really positive um easy thing that you and your, your spouse can do. It doesn't cost any money. It's very little time, but will have a huge, uh, will have a huge benefit for you and your spouse. So really interested to hear some of the things that you guys are grateful for, for your spouses and how this grateful challenge helps you. So looking forward to hearing that. Thanks so much for tuning in everybody. Hope you have a great day and please share this with somebody that you think could benefit from it. Have a great day guys. Take care. 
Thank you guys for listening to the episode today. I so appreciate it. As a thank you, I'd like to provide you with a discount code for Chef's Plate. If you look into the description of the podcast, you'll see the link there. Simply click it. I love to use Chef's Plate. I find they have really interesting and unique meals that are very family friendly. I order um, a few meals a week uh, for the portion size for our family, and it really allows me to take that uh, that extra time to be able to spend with my family versus having to think and prep meals and go grocery shopping. So check it out. I hope you'll find uh, Chef's Plate helpful too. Take care, everyone.